Hey folks, this is Beverly Houston Fisher of Balanced Living. Thank you for joining me for podcast number one, Magic, with my guest, Joy Kaya of Wild Soul Academy. Joy is a soul weaver, illuminator, sacred space holder, strategic alchemist, energetic healer, intuitive, sacred collaborator, soulful author, inspirational speaker, retreat leader, life blueprint architect, and the most grounded free spirit you will ever meet. She works with sovereign entrepreneurs to develop a heart-centered business and to release blocks that otherwise hold them back from being their authentic selves. Joy also works with the individual seeking more in their lives and works with multiple approaches to help those who seek transformation to reinvent their lives. The sacred gift of collaboration is near and dear to Joy's sole purpose and call at this season of her life. She works with other great leaders and influencers to create workshops, special events, and certification programs for her Wild Soul Academy. This is her labor of love, and if given the choice, would collaborate daily. Thank you, Miss Joy, for being here with me today. Oh, thank you, Beverly, for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Looking forward to our wonderful conversation. Yes, yes. I can't wait to see what manifests. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about magic. And, and, and what does that mean to you, Joy? What does magic mean to you? Mm. Well, you know, every day you ask me, I'm going to give you a different answer. <laughs> That's just how that works. Uh, gosh, you know, but magic. Magic is something that has been in my life since the early 90s. I remember reading Starhawks, A Spiral Dance on the beach in Capitola, California, which is just south of Santa Cruz. And we're sitting there on the beach and just reading that book and saying, yes, this is me. Yes, my soul remembers. Um, and so when I think about that moment, what really resonated with me was me connecting to the earth and feeling the earth and the energy of what she brings forth. And I don't think I had ever really done that before, not consciously. Sure, we would go into the redwoods and go on little adventures. My mom liked to go and hike, uh, but we never, and go to the beach. <laughs> and yet I never really tapped into the fact that all of this around me was breathing and living. And so magic to me is tapping into that feeling, the life source of mother earth. Um, and magic also for me is how we create and manifest here on earth. And I like to think of myself as an earthed soul. And when I think of myself as an earth soul, I think about magic and our birthright. Yes, 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 and yes. I agree. Magic. For me, we are magic. The fact that we breathe, the fact that we exist, the fact that we procreate, the fact that everything is the way it is, is magic. Every day is magic. Life is magic. And earth medicine has always been my magic. I remember when I was tiny going into the woods on my grandparents' property and, and just sitting in the bushes, talking to the fairies, feeling my guides. I've just been very blessed to always have one foot on each side to where I always had my guides. I didn't realize that everybody didn't see colors around people and have their guides until I was about seven and I started talking about it and people were like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, okay. And so I, I you know, I always had it. I always 
had it, but I kept it so close, so close because of, you know, judgment and whatnot. And, you know, then it was, then I became a mom and everything else. And I got into herbal medicine when I became a, an apprentice back in 94 or five out at Dry Creek Herb Farm uh, with Chatoya Latour. And then I was really into it. I had already been playing with herbs and everything, but we were sitting in a year and we were drumming and we were chanting and we were talking to the herbs and we were walking barefoot and I was there. Then I was home. And hence, I've been teaching this for the last, uh, gosh, I've been doing herbal medicine or practicing for over 30 years now. And that's just amazing to me. And I love every bit of it every bit of it and meeting up with other soul sisters like you that we have been working and weaving the magic around us and for the world with every positive thought with every time we are charmed by something in the world that chill that you get when you hear or see a bird flying by there's just it's so incredible incredibly powerful when we just step in and realize that everything that is here in existence is magic oh so. yeah i love when you say that it makes me think of um when I, in my work, you know, working with souls who are hungry, that they are curious, they're, they're fascinated by the light that they see in individuals like ourselves. And they're like, how do I turn that light on? Like, how does that work? And bringing them, whether we are outdoors connecting in a soul quest, or whether we're just having even the you know, a Zoom conversation, it doesn't really quite matter. Even the good old fashioned telephone works, but having that moment of awakening when they realize that magic is in them and it's always been in them and giving themselves permission to feel it and own it is, it's just breathtaking. It's, I, I kind of kid around, but I'm like, this is why I'm on the planet is to hold space and be in those moments with others because it is quite magical. I, I appreciate my own awakening. I love listening to your awakening and I love listening to others awaken and share their own awakenings as well because magic isn't something that, you know, we, we necessarily give um, space to, to understand or to trust or <laughs> to speak into freely. And so when we get to have those moments, they are so special. They are life-changing. They are. They are. So let's talk about that some more. So how do you personally incorporate magic into your everyday life? Mm. I, you know, I, the very first thing I think of that I think is so important for all of us is, um, you know, my breath. My breath is magic. My breath um, creates that equilibrium within me it transcends me. It shifts from moment to moment. Um, what I mean by that is when I'm feeling emotionally served in any way, I can use my breath to bring myself back to my center. And so my breath is really important to me. And I do that through meditation and my morning practices. And Beverly, you know this about me. I'm very selfish with my mornings and <laughs> I spend anywhere from one to three hours in the morning. Like for example, today I was up at 4.30 doing my spiritual practice and my work. And that's just the way I 
love to use the magic in the morning. There's something really beautiful about that. And uh, coming out of dream time and going right into the work is, is powerful. And then the other way is through food. I feel like, you know, re- well, I'm mostly vegan. I say mostly because I've, um, we're kind of in COVID right now. And there's been a few times where I've partaken in some other pleasures of life with food but usually I'm just vegan. So for me, it's the plants, it's the herbs, it's, you know, whether I'm making a juice or I am making a salad, it's like the magic of creating, even cutting cucumber can be magical. So for me, it's that and really being present in the food I'm creating, the food I'm eating to nourish my body. These are ways that I bring magic base, like just very simply back into my life every single day. And to me, that's powerful. And teaching that to my children is also a very important piece for me. I love that you bring up food because I've taught this. I did a wine tasting class. We were talking about spells, right? And people were like, spells? And I said, yes. Don't you have a favorite recipe that you cook every year you go to a party and they expect that? That's one of your spells. You put love, there's intention, there's choice, there's everything is picked out for a specific reason. And so it's those kind of things, like you're saying, just taking time to honor yourself. The breath, the breath is humongously important because it actually brings us back into this time, into this space. You know, it, it disconnects from that other mind that can get us spiraling in a different way. And you can change your whole outlook on a day by just three deep breaths in the morning. Just three deep breaths will change your day. Just because, again, it's that magic breath. Breath is magic. You know, our energy force, our intentions are magic. You are, like you're saying, with the taking an hour to three hours in the morning. I do the same thing. In the morning, I get up and I throw down my mat, even if it's still dark, even if people are still sleeping, I am on my mat. And I'm either just meditating in my motion or I am listening to a gentle podcast or something that is just bringing that extra life force into me and I'm drawing it in for the day. And there is nothing like these simple little rituals and practices that we can do for ourselves to remind us how magical we are every day every Mm -hmm. day and so I think it's it's incredible how we incorporate it I'm of course an herbalist so I you know I'm literally my whole island is full of what I'm I'm making a salve right now (laughs) and I'm making some bath bombs you know so it's those are things that not only am I creating them and choosing each ingredient specifically for what it's going to how it's going to feed me but also if I'm sharing it but it's that taking time taking time for yourself which and even though we've been in the midst of COVID And a lot of people have definitely taken more time for themselves. We still get caught up in the day-to-day, whatever that looks like. And so it's really important for us to stop and appreciate, well, even that day-to-day stuff, (laughs) you know, how magical it is. Indeed. Giggle in whatever's going on. Yeah. And I think that there's, um, I just want to add one little thing, and, and that's that inner temple that we've been called into with with our current experience in 2020 and and even as we're in 2021, we're still experiencing the 
you know, come into your temple, come into your sanctuary. You know, I feel like 2020, we were asking ourselves, what do we really believe? And then 2021, it's like, well, who am I? And how can I be? And how can I be more intentional in my actions? And so when we talk about magic, to me, I am embodying my intentional way of being, which is what we're being called forth to do right now. So I, I just love this topic because there are more souls awakening and, um, you know, in downloads that I've had more recently, it's become very, very clear that about a third of the population is awakening right now. And each one of us that has already kind of been on a path, like we're, we're the ones that people are seeking out and, and saying, hey, I, I need to know more. I need to understand you know, what I'm experiencing and the ex that list of what they're experiencing could be very vast. <laughs> so we won't go down that rabbit hole, but <laughs> I think there's, I mean, cause really, right. Like That's I'm a sure different podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and so, but when we are, because we are awakening at such a massive level, you know, bringing magic into the world, it's like, believing again, believing that there is more, believing that life can be magical and full of miracles. We do not have to play small any longer. We don't have to believe the lie any longer. We get to now stand and be very vocal and very open and honest about who we are and what we believe. And you know, I think a lot of individuals just put their blinders on for so long and now the blinders are ripped off and we're being forced to look at things differently. But we've done this in the place of our own homes and our own inner temples because yeah. we had to, right? Like, oh, I have to. This is what we need to be doing. And I, I love all the have tos and needs I've been saying, but that's that's the world we've been living in. And I think the bigger piece for me was going into Ender Temple and realizing my home is my temple. And so it starts with home. It starts with our inner temple as far as the magic goes. And I think, I don't know about you, but I've been purging and clearing and, you know, I mean, even to the point of like organizing my life is, you know, you open up a refrigerator and it's like, perfect is picture perfect well that's because it feels good to me not because i was bored it's it's what feels good it's creating the inner temple in my home even though i have teenagers just so you know <laughs> i have teenagers i have I one <laughs> yeah yeah and i have a young one but i i can't believe i have that organized of a home now and I, and i did this during this past you know 16 months and it's been one of the best things i've i've ever done for myself working on my inner temple Really, you know, really um, weaving and creating magic in my life that I don't think I've ever really had before, and it's—I feel so blessed. I'm very yes. happy. Yes, me as well. It has been—I mean, last year was something for sure. Uh, and and there were some of us that were called to do exactly what you're saying, where we we just stepped back and we worked. And especially for those of us who've been downloading this whole time, because I tell you, uh, last year was a lot of information just on, on, on the process that we were gonna be having to go through. There was a lot of heads up. Okay, this is gonna help if you know this, but this year, this especially in the last, I'd say, since beginning of March, right about the year timeline, 
literally, right, of when we went into COVID lockdown up here, at least for in Amador. And um, now it's it's all about getting out of the cage, letting yourself out of your own cage. Know that you can be as big as you want, like you're saying, shining your light, honoring everybody for wherever they're at and not being, you know, judgmental, not using guilt and shame and all these other things that people use and, and, and feel, right? And these things don't feed us anymore. It's one thing with this download, I've been, it's been so freeing for me it's been so freeing for me because it's released all these old ties i have been doing a lot about talk about cleansing and purging not only have i been cleansing and purging around my house but my life and my inner stories i've been reworking them rechanging them you know working a lot in in my shadow castle you know doing a lot of things to really define what have I been doing that's been holding me back from being my true magic, from really, you know, letting it just go in a good way. <laughs> Not explosion, but just light source for a beacon, you know? And it has been so incredible, so incredible. My girlfriend told me about this poem about this cage, you know, open a cage. I literally got a beautiful little bird cage I had had. I didn't know what to do with, but it was perfect. And I put it over my desk, propped that door wide open. And it's just, again, like any kind of ritual, even a, it's a, it's a mini altar. Because every time I go by it, what do I do? I think I'm free. And if any time I feel like I'm trapped, it's only because I've put that in front of myself. Nobody else. Nobody can trap me, please. <laughs> Just me. So, you know, and that's magic, right? That finding that spark within you and feeding it, right? Anything, I, I use this as a metaphor and I made it up I don't, in a long, meditation a long time ago is that when things come at me and I don't know what to do with them and even, even it might not be anything I could do with them, but they hurt. They cause some kind of disharmony. I literally visualize them into a log and I see it, my, my belly, my, my root chakra and, and my, my pelvic bowl is the cauldron. And I visualize putting them under and just raging the fire and feeding it, and making my cauldron even stronger and processing and letting everything go up and smoke. And it's just, it's, it's such a nicer, more magical way to live. And I, it doesn't mean that every day is perfect, but when I catch myself doing it, at least I have the tools that I can remind myself first, take a nice couple deep breaths. And then look at really, you know, step back, conscious awareness on it you know, and go, oh, wow, I'm doing this to myself again. Yeah. So magic, 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 magic in the honoring of, of your process and the honoring of your experiencing and, and the honoring of letting it all go. Mm. You know, I would love to add to everything you were talking about. So the downloads that are coming through are, are very... Um, I know what you're talking about. I've been calling them the, the emotion codes that are coming through and downloading. And I've been working with my clients for a couple months now with them. So I immediately not only sort of healing myself with them 
and then started to just put it into practice because I was at a place with a few of my clients where we could just jump in. And so because I've actually put it into practice a little bit, there's a couple of things I want to add to everything you just said. So the, the shifting of all these emotional codes that we've been holding in and, but the very first thing, and I, and this is kind of, I'm, I'm letting it loose here on this, on this podcast, cause I haven't even shared it in my own, but what we are doing is we're liberating our soul. Mm-hmm. It's not about ascension. It's about descension. Mm-hmm. So it, what I've come through, uh, working with, um, with my counsel and kind of in the higher realms during my energy work is that in some ways our soul was part of the agreement and part of the contract, but in other ways, the soul didn't necessarily agree with all that was about to go down. <laughs> and the soul is not perfect. The soul, I've always thought of the soul as like this higher being that just knows everything and that is totally at peace with all that's going to be. And I've been corrected and that is not the case. And so the soul is, I think part of the bigger healing that we're feeling is that the soul is, is actually descending down more into being embodied with us. And that's why I used the words earthed soul earlier, um, Mm -hmm. on a few moments ago. And, and that's actually where this has all come from is realizing that my soul really does want to be earthed and be in this vessel at this time that the contracts we've made to be here on the planet, that they really um, that this is why, this is why we're here. It's this big awakening that we're moving through and we can call it the age of Aquarius. We could call it the great veil. Um, really the earth and all the souls are all going through this transition at the same time. And that's why it's so huge. And, and yes, and yes, and yes. One of the things that immediately when I started to reconnect soul and the soul got to move through, you know, I'm going to say her for the lack of a better uh, term, but, um, you know, I, I'm going to separate myself for one second, but my soul had the opportunity to, to communicate its, her fear, her frustrations about this lifetime. It was like, it released her and she, I just felt like I just became like soulmates with my own soul, if that makes sense, like a better companionship. And I feel like we're moving together now versus separate. And I didn't even realize we were separate until we were united, if that makes sense. And um, I like to think I'm a pretty, you know, high vibe individual who's, who's got, has got it going on. I mean, not perfect, but you know, I've been pretty awake for a while. Uh, but yet this big, big boom took place. And one of the first things that I healed was my allowing muscle allowing myself to be happy, allowing myself to feel deep, meaningful love, allowing myself to be abundant, allowing myself to manifest, which is right back to magic. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, yeah, we can, we can think of all the tricks and all the things and it just starts with soul. Yeah. Soul. And I think that's what's happening is we're, we're waking up and the soul is becoming more embodied into this planet. I, yes, yes, and yes. And I literally, a, a couple of weeks ago, I was saying it's like my, my 
everything from my earth has finally met everything from spirit and sealed. It's finally gone glommed together. But it's so funny that you talk about the soul. I did a soul marriage with myself under the moon in the redwoods a couple of weeks ago. And it was that it was honoring, honoring that little, she is now, ne I'm never going to let her down again. Speaking of souls. Yes. And honoring the process. And I will be here for her and I can't wait to be here for her. And I love her and me so much right now. And there is nothing like feeling that and, and knowing it's not momentarily. It's not just un momento. No, no, no. It is here. It is sealed. It is in. It is not going anywhere. I couldn't be happier to be on this plane right now. And everything that I've ever done was exactly where it's supposed to be. And everything that comes from it is exactly as it should. So I am, I am just honored. I'm honored to be here with you and other like-minded women who we can get down and dirty and just be truthful and honest wherever it comes from and however it comes from because we know that it's that spiritual unconditional love that that sisterhood that can never be broken mm -hmm. and i got goosies when you were saying like that vow that you did and i yes this the vow to the soul is really key and important right now but you have to be ready you kind of have to have that moment i i don't think that's a oh. good idea to just go out and do it. I think it's, it's a, it's a thing that you just discover. It's a discovery of self. Um, and yes, and yes, yes to that agreement and yes to being in our truth and, you know, just really, um, stepping in and solidified. Yeah. It's, it's literally a divine union, you know, and it's not outside of self it's within it's, it's everything. It's everything we're made for. And yet we didn't even realize that we, we weren't, we had our blinders on. Right. And I think there's so many of us who carry those blinders for so many years and we talk ourselves out of taking them off. And, you know, the magic of life is to live for oneself. I think that's part of the journey. And I, and I, I, I don't know about you, Beverly, but no one was teaching me that as a young, as a young woman. Absolutely not. No, I was, I was taught to be of service. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, there, I can't think of one time my mom said, Hey Bev, are you, are you taking care of yourself? And you know, do you need a massage or something? You th I think you should just take the afternoon off and pamper yourself. Nope. Maybe, yeah. maybe a, a couple years ago, <laughs> not when I was a child. You know? <laughs> Right. Okay. Now I think, I think everyone who's listening to this needs to reach out to somebody and ask if it's not, if it's their children, great. If not, that's okay too. Like go out and, and ask someone like, are how are you doing? Are you doing okay? Go take care of yourself. Especially a younger person, like start that now. <laughs> Give permission. Well, today's my son's 29th birthday. Happy birthday, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, we're going, he's like, oh, I was just going to take it easy. I said, well, let's go do some. How about you just hang out with your mom? I said, if nobody else, you know, if all your buddies are busy, you can just have your mom for the night and we'll go bowling or shoot pool or watch and go to the drive-in or something. But if that, you know, I'm like, you know, take care of yourself, whatever you need. But if you want to hang out with your mom, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm here, you know, but it's those little things that, you know, yeah. How often do you ask people who, especially people who care for you, the, the people who are always in service to you? That's a, that's a good thing. Think, yeah, I think that's a wonderful offering there, Miss Joy. Just 
think about it. If you notice somebody, you know. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. You know, why not? Why not? Life's too short to not live it fully. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's so important that we tap in when we're, you know, I, I love the, the uh, prompt of magic and um, I just think it comes down to discovering your own magic in life and, and just go and live it and be it. And right now is this huge invitation. And if you want healing, you will receive it. If you want magic, you will receive it. Like we, as earth souls, we are called to be manifestors. That is why we are here. We are co-creators and mighty, mighty manifestors. And we don't even realize that we are just, we're just taking it for granted every day. So to be present and to challenge yourself to, Hey, you know what? I'm going to try to manifest something, some things for myself. Like that to me is the simplest magic you can do. And it's going to look different for everyone. doesn't have to, you know, I'm not talking about the movie, the secret. <laughs> I'm not talking about, anything. I'm talking about, you know, I don't know, just needing that thing. Like, Oh, I would really love to, you know, have, um, the ability to go out onto the lake and just be on a boat, but I don't have a boat. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna put it out there that I want to be on a lake this summer or this spring on a boat and watch it show up for you. Just make sure you say yes when it arrives. That's it. That's it. Well, sometimes I think that's why people feel so disconnected sometimes because they're not in touch with their magic fully. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not experiencing life for that. You know, I've been there when I, I haven't felt connected when I, I felt a little lost, you know, and, and every time I feel that way, even way back, it's been for years, I get out in nature, like you're saying, go to the lake, can't get out in nature all the way, then, you know, watch a video on it, or listen to music, or listen to the birds, or something, because as far as I'm concerned, nature is the instant magic that everybody can appreciate and does. I don't, I, I can't think of one person that has gone out into a beautiful space and not taken a nice deep breath. That's right. First thing. That's, yeah. <sighs> right. And even in your discomfort. Yeah. Okay. Uncomfortable, like kind of not feeling so connected. So for me, I've gotten to that point where if I feel discomfort, I I'm excited in a way because that means I'm about to have a growing spurt. I'm have a growth spurt. And right after this discomfort is bliss and, yeah. and my power and my fire, like you were saying, you know, that log and that cauldron, like that's my fire. That's my fire sparking when I'm uncomfortable. And that means something really amazing is about to show up. And even in the last year, we can speak to that, right? Like oh, yeah. happening, we're expanding, we're stretching, we're making room for our soul to really be fully embodied and to do some really amazing things. That's it. That's it. And by taking that time, 
again, and honoring it. You know, I think we get too caught up in when we're feeling down or something feels like a struggle instead of going, like you're saying, okay, you know, we take a breath, go, okay, let, you know, let's focus on the positive. And then what happens? We just move through it and we expand into that next region, wherever and however that looks, but it's bigger and better. We're not saying it doesn't hurt. <laughs> we're just saying... And we're not telling you not to feel pain and not to be mad and not to be angry or not to be sad. Like still be all of those things. No scapegoating yeah. them. However, <laughs> However, however you feel it, have a little bit of excitement with it. Like, oh, okay. Something good's going to come from this. I just know it because this hurts. Yeah. Right. And I, and I do know that there's trauma and tragedy that takes place and, and, and that's a little bit more to navigate. And so I want to be very, very clear. I don't live yeah. all sunny side of life. I do get that, but I just, you know, want to speak into the discomfort really being partly magic too, because something's transforming for you. Something's manifesting for you. Absolutely. And I don't know who said it, but you know, sometimes you have to feel it to heal it, but it doesn't mean you have to stick in it. You don't have to stay there. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and if it's a really tough thing, then that's when you just kind of ease in and take a few breaths. And if you have to step out, you do, but like mm -hmm. you're saying, it, we have to, it's honoring the whole process, every bit of it, because I wouldn't change anything. And trust me, there's been highs, lows all over the place, but I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't be here right now in this moment. Mm -hmm. Here, here. Here, here. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. I love my life. I will tell you, I have a very magical, amazing, blessed life. I have everything I could want for and more. And it didn't come easy. There was no easy. Right. right? But it is kind of the yellow brick road. As you're walking along, the next brick shows up. So you know where to step. You just keep going. <laughs> you just keep trusting. And you, you know, make some great friends like yourself along the way. And and you just keep trusting yourself more and more. And I feel like the path opens up the more we trust. Absolutely. The more hope and faith you have in yourself, the more shows up for you. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, well, thank you, my love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know we're both busy ladies. I am so appreciative for you showing up today and being here. And as soon as I thought of the subject, I'm like, I have to call Joy and see if she's available because her and I are not going to have any problems with expressing what magic means to us. <laughs> no. no, I could it all day. It was my total pleasure. Thank you for having me, Beverly. I really appreciate it. Thank you, my love. Mwah. Have a beautiful day. Thank you.